Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you want legendary service, if you, you want, want sweeter discounts, Save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Get a quote at AAA.com slash insurance and save by bundling auto and home. But I know you specifically take you have you take umbrage with one individual. No, I don't take umbrage with nobody but the truth. Mm-hmm. But you do got got funk with one individual though. I don't have funk with nobody. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me tell you. No, y'all look at it. You ain't never heard me say I got funk with nobody. What's up, world? It's your boy Big Court of the Holding Court Podcast, broadcasting live from. Where we at? Where we at? Where we gonna say we at again? This is L.A., Los Angeles, LA. California. We gonna be L.A. right now. I mean, or Hollywood. You've been saying Hollywood a lot too. Ah, uh, Burbank, Hollywood, all the same shit, man. What's up with your producer, Ken? Man, chilling. Yeah, so yeah. It's another one, another one for the uh, books. Another one, another one. We grabbing it, bro. So we got my daughter Rachel Renee in the house again. What's hey up, baby? y'all, we out here. Yeah, that's my oldest right there. Y'all know I say that. I gotta dote on her a little bit, man. We got a special guest today, man. Um, and I don't say that lightly. We got a real piece of L.A. history, um, doing a lot of good things in the community as well. He's been around. He's seen a seen a lot. You know what I mean? Very wise, very intellectual. He got something to say, man. We got the OG, Melvin Farmer. What's good with you, bro? Uh, what's going on, man? Pleasure to have you here. Pleasure to meet you, young lady. And I enjoy it where we as blacks. And, and, and other races where we can come together and do something with money, not involved, where we're doing it from our heart. For sure. To give you information that could save somebody's life. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's why I built this platform too, bro. It was to uh, enlighten, educate, entertain. You know, I like to say that the Holden Court podcast is uh, black excellence and nigga shit all together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we keep that edge. Yeah, you know? and you know, it starts from telephone to telling a nigga. Yeah. You know, we don't have to use the internet. Yeah. I get it the whole fashion way. You that's know right. what I'm talking about? That's right. That's yes, right. Sir. Let's, uh, let, I want to dive into your history a little bit, you know, because I always try to approach this thing like people automatically don't know who you are. So you're from L.A. You are one of the originators from A-Trey, correct? A-Trey, A-Trey Gangster Crips. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the founding members, uh, mm-hmm. that was when I was 15, 1972. Mm-hmm. But at 14, up to 15, we were also uh, a member of the West Side Crips, East Side Crips, and Compton Crips before they even been in. That's with Tookie mm-hmm. and Raymond Washington's and, and the guys you hear from that era back then. So that was at 14, by 15, uh, we doing our own thing. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you, OG. Um, you know what? Let me touch on that for a second. Cause when you and I first spoke, I called you OG and you said that you didn't like that. A- explain, explain that, the rationale. Uh, because, uh, you hear him say, uh, original gangster OG. I'm not no original gangster. Mm-hmm. That's a different era. OG started back 71, 72, and it stood for original crip. Mm. So now our era which didn't last long and very few even go by the code uh, or how they even come into this game, 
we get associated with their behavior. Mm. And so therefore, we are looked at where OG, and when I asked anybody, what OG mean? Yeah, you asked You'll me hear the same a million bits yeah. with goddamn answers. <laughs> exactly. Same exactly. thing happened when their asses get killed out yeah. here, and they go to talking about who did it. Mm -hmm. Oh, this set did it, this one did it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it'd be some finality to it. So at the end of the day, I don't like to be called OG, and that's just with a term of respect, because yeah. I don't look like it. I never worked a day in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you, you, do you think nowadays, especially like in the connotation of how I say it, it's a term of respect and endearment? You well, know? it depends on if it's somebody that's telling you because they respect you for surviving what you went through right. and say, right. I can like bloods. We just went uh, to Half Ounce Funeral. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm the, on the crib, but ounce, most yeah. people uh, wouldn't realize that I knew this boy's mama. So mm -hmm. this is the intervention and prevention where they learn something, where they watching their friend get buried. Mm -hmm. But here go folks to be allegedly Hatfields and McCoys, mm -hmm. but they see his mother crying in my arms right. Right. with their family. So then they realize, hey, man, wait a minute. Melvin know this boy mama, and we don't like Melvin them, not Melvin, but because they doing their thing at an early age. Then they say, hey, Melvin them, they know the grandmothers, the mothers, so it's a difference with an OG. Mm -hmm. These cats not old enough to go to where they'll see somebody, their friends, mothers. We've been in this game five generations. Right, right. So it's a different ball game with us. So under your terminology and understanding, where do you feel like OG could start a person being? Opportunity given. They need to change the language, man. Yeah, yeah. But what, what age do you feel like somebody could be afforded that, that tag? You can't. Mm -hmm. You're not an original unless you start something on your own. See, people assume when they hear the term OG, mm -hmm. that means they've been in this game since the start. Mm -hmm. That ain't true. We didn't join no games. We started them. It's a big difference. Yeah, real sure. And I don't mean like in our total Marvin M. area, you had Manchester. You've always had games. Mm -hmm. You've always had games. This country built on gangsterism. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's interesting that you say that because that's what I wanted to segue into. So Raymond Washington, um, the histories, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's widely believed that he created and started the Crips. Correct? It ain't no widely believed. Mm -hmm. Raymond and them started, they side Crips, mm -hmm. Cribs. Right. You'll, get, you'll hear him arguing Crips or Cribs. It yeah. don't make me no difference because we don't went from uh, uh, being watered hoes to choke hoes, so it's all just evolution. Mm -hmm. But Raymond and them didn't know that we're from the west side. They got into a fight at the uh, Boss Tom Cross record hop. Mm -hmm. That's how the West Side, East Side, Compton, and watched them form. That's the tree. Then the next thing after the West Side broke up, Raymond went to prison at an early age. Tookie went to working for Juvenile Hall. Mm -hmm. Then it started breaking in to the sets and stuff like that. But Raymond Washington is the originator with Tookie and other ones where they collaborated. Mm -hmm. But Tookie ended up being more talked about right. because he ended up working with Bob Simmons and them and helping uh, out in the streets whereas the juvenile system treated Raymond a little bit more rougher. They'll rehabilitate 
uh, Tookie, mm -hmm. they punished Raymond. Mm -hmm. So a lot of his history is not very well spoken on because right. he didn't live that long. Both right. of them died in 79. Right, right, right. And I was with Raymond right before he got killed and with Tookie right before he got arrested mm, in okay. 79. So okay. I know the man quite was well. The, was the story of how Raymond decided to start the Crips based on the rejection from Munson you know what I mean? And I know Munson. Not because I know it was it was said. <clears throat> excuse me, that Raymond wanted to be a I think a baby AF, mm -hmm. and Craig wasn't. You know they they weren't respecting that shit. So so well, I Raymond won't was say like rejection. Okay. What about if he was just telling them in a way not to get involved in this shit? Okay. And so is it true that's why Raymond was like, okay, I'm gonna do my own thing and then birth the Cribs, Crips. But I doubt if it would be because of that, mm -hmm. uh, where somebody rejected you, because mm -hmm. if that was the case, they would have had a beef. Mm -hmm. But so, didn't they say but didn't they say that Munson slapped uh Raymond, right? Well, I don't get in about anybody saying because I don't look at it, what the hell you gonna tell about another man business like that. Right. So I ain't gonna say yeah or nay. I ain't with that gossip yeah. shit. Is that what Craig said though? Well, I didn't. If you ask me, have I heard it out of Craig's yeah. mouth? Yeah. He told me. Oh, okay. No, he told me. Okay. But like I say, what difference it make? Mm -hmm. When we was coming up, a lot of people got slapped. Right. But a lot of niggas came back and told that ass up too. Right. Because they was older and they think they could get away with it. We don't like bullies. Right. <laughs> right. I promise you, young man. So don't get it twisted to where that made him a punk. Mm -hmm. That was something where they- No, I wasn't it. saying it. No, like no, that. I'm just saying, yeah. but a lot of people, when you infer and you say, uh -huh. oh, he slapped him. A lot of people, Guy Walker say, took, he slapped him. Mm -hmm. But that was something like an honor because yeah. you didn't run. No, what, uh, mm -hmm. matter of fact, we had Melly on and uh, he was telling the story of when I guess somebody got slapped by Tuggy, and he said, what'd you do? He said, shit, nothing. That's Guy Walker. <laughs> he said, nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't see a lot of people get slapped yeah. by Tuggy, but I don't see a lot of yeah. people get slapped, period. Yeah. You know, what they so, used to see. You yeah. know, you watch the gangster movie, and what they mm -hmm. say, I'm going to get you, copper, tell it, tell it. Yeah. That's the little things right. where you wouldn't think that this. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shit, little things mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. is what made big things now. They wasn't playing no, real shit. That. Real, real talk, shit. man. Yeah, yeah, that's real. It ain't as so, fantasized as they think. It's not that complicated. So let me ask you, so where, where do you, so the inceptions of gangs, the inception of gangs and Crips, where, initially, what was the precipice for that? Like, what, what did it, what, why did it start? You know, was it to protect the neighborhood? Was it the racial shit with the the spook hunters and all the well, shit? Or what, what was? You'll the... talk to Marvin a little about later, and he can uh, address spook hunters, Compton mm -hmm. Watts. But on the mm -hmm. west side, I moved on the west side, where it's basically being from the south and starting integration. See, the west side is not the same mm -hmm. as Compton Watts. East side because when we moved over there in 69, there was no blacks. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have older guys like Munson. Tookie them would be the oldest, mm -hmm. 18. We didn't have people running around. We had homes, golf courses, mm -hmm. and all that changed. But I also grew up on the east side also. Mm -hmm. So I could see the change from over there. I grew up uh, behind Bethune, which used to be California High, Jackson High. I watched them fight all day with their shoes off mm -hmm. uh, uh, back in the day. But 
when it came to the Crips and Bloods and this mystique about them talking about uh, they protecting their communities, right. they were in mm -hmm. a certain way, but that's like, for instance, when Tookie uh, Raymond got into the fight mm -hmm. at Sportsman Park, that's mm -hmm. what started the dialogue to bring them together. Mm -hmm. It's because they came over there testing the water, mm -hmm. and that's what happened. So in a sense, they would, because back then, you wouldn't pray in your community. Mm. I didn't ever go to jail to 77 Proceed Station, but about two or three times. But mm -hmm. when it comes to going to jail in other communities, Newton's, Southwest, oh, I don't been there a lot of times because it's easy to attack mm -hmm. a stranger. Right, right. Very easy. Right. So would it be so would it be fair to say that maybe like the Bloods and the Pyrus formed because they didn't want to conform to the pressure of Crips because they they were big they were huge it was a lot of them and they were trying to force motherfuckers to you know get down with the I program i won't say the pressure of the crips or were they really trying to force you to mm -hmm. be shit mm -hmm. it was this is what we doing and this is how it's getting down so uh trying to force you to mm -hmm. be a part you got to remember these guys only 14 15 right. 16 17 18 years old mm -hmm. at the max wow they talk about the black panthers they feeding lunches, these guys talking about taking lunches. Mm -hmm. So you got a difference in dynamics when you hear them talking about, oh, they was for revolution and all this shit. Mm -hmm. Who in the hell at 14 <laughs> gonna be thinking about being a goddamn <laughs> poncho dealer? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, we didn't know what we doing. Yeah, And yeah. you know, we didn't really gang bang that long. Mm-hmm. I ain't right. never been arrested for a black on black crime, and I've been arrested 60 times. Damn. Yeah, did 30 some years in prison, but it ain't mm -hmm. been for no blacks. Yeah. yeah. I sit in here, the misuse of the internet, where they brag about fighting in front of the police. Mm -hmm. But when we started going to prison, we had to basically kill a police, and mm -hmm. that has been done. Mm -hmm. So they talk the talk, but you know, in California, particularly, when you're young and go to prison, <clears throat> usually when you come out, you have a different perspective mm -hmm. of black on black crime, which right. we don't want to say. Yeah. Real but shit. because we've been attacked and been tested by the Mexican mafia, mm -hmm. the Aryan Brotherhoods, the UBN, the Black Panthers, all these factions to where you see that they're only trying to kill you because of the color of your skin and mm -hmm. they're not playing. When you come out, you back up a little bit yeah. off your own people. Yeah. So that's how that goes. So man. let me ask you: Do you think that um, maybe like the? Because I know in your day, even with the gang shit, it 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 didn't become as vicious. Um, what like it did in terms vicious. of gang violence, in terms of the drive-bys, automatic weapons, and shit. Like in the '80s, do you think the crack era exacerbated? the gangbang shit where it really just went wrong into where we are today opposed to when you started. When it was like well, you said, it really went wrong because moving. they didn't come in the way. You got to remember a lot of these guys say they gang members where they can say they read a book and join the Crips. Mm -hmm. Or they can dress like this and say they're a Crip. Mm -hmm. They didn't come in the same way we came in. Right. We couldn't be no rapper or actor or anything, but what did happen to make it more prolific to where the nation started hearing about it is when they brought the cocaine in, mm -hmm. the weapons changed also. Real shit. You so went now from 38s weapons, to 9s yeah, went to from Saturday Night Fevers yeah. 
and uh, slingshots and stuff <laughs> like that to where now they uh, use an automatic weapon. Yeah. So right when they also was bringing in the cocaine, mm -hmm. that was one of the most devastating things as far as the violence. Right. But it's because of the weapons you use, the weapons of war, so it makes it look more, and the wounds you get mm -hmm. are different. So it ain't just as violent, mm -hmm. I promise you. Mm -hmm. All my friends, usually if you sit them down, and they're going to have three things in common, if they still living. Yeah. They're going to be done dead over 30 some years in prison at the end of the rainbow. Or either they're going to be done had a murder conviction. Or either they had 40 or 30 something arrests by the age of 17. Because mm -hmm. the juvenile fitness hearing, which everybody get now, didn't start till 1975 behind the behavior of the brown and black youths in California. Look it up. So a lot of times people don't really know the history of the Crips and Bloods and what it's done to America. You got the juvenile fitness here. You got gang enhancements. You got all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So when I hear about rappers' lyrics and all this or anything to do with rap, mm -hmm. they don't impress me because they're talking about the stuff that these guys did to create the image. Mm -hmm. South Central. Yeah. They see that image. Mm -hmm. But the image of South Central is from the guys before them to where now don't went to that. Mm -hmm. And they think this South Central. Mm -hmm. This ain't South Central. Right. Where it ended in 48 hours. This right. 48 years of this shit. Yeah. So I know you got a you, you got a history in music as well early on in hip hop and rap. Mm -hmm. What was your, what, what was it, what did you think when you first heard like NWA and the gangster shit coming out of LA and Compton? Cause this was like ground zero for gangster shit. Nah, we before that. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. rap. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, rap, we before that. You forget, I was a member of Grand Jury Records with Michael Conception. We made the first video ever with Boogie Down Production, mm -hmm. nothing but self-destruction. And self then we made nothing but we all in the same in the game. Same game. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. before them, right up in there. So we had been talking about, the, yeah, 89, all that's about the same. We, we in the same gang after NWA. Is it? Okay, but I know after. when I met NWA, don't forget, I'm going back and forth to right. jail. This mm -hmm. how I knew, I already knew them, mm -hmm. but this is what year I'm talking about. Whatever year, what's his boy named? DLC. Fucked up his, uh, it's 89. Just, yeah. That's 89. 89. Yeah. Okay, 89. Mm -hmm. We up at a celebrity game with mm -hmm. uh, Mitch Richmond. We all at El Camino College, mm -hmm. and he had on a long leather coat, Yep. and he had a blue scarf, mm -hmm. but he was crying. Mm-hmm despondent, I won't say crying, mm -hmm. but I didn't know who he was, but he walking me, Michael Conception, Hot Dog, Half Ounce, and Fred, and they NWA and behind us, but I didn't know who he was, MC Ren and all them. And I heard him saying, uh, I'm through with money, I'm through with money. My voice gone, mm -hmm. that's what he was saying. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm over with, I'm done. And then I didn't know who he was, and I tell Mike, man, what's wrong with this brother here, man, Bob the Bam, and come to find out he just was getting out the hospital for the wreck. And then I know after that he moved to Dallas. Right, I think. that's where he's from. So yeah. I don't know where he's from. I just know yeah. recall what happened. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, we had been in, in that, uh, with, uh, we all in the same gang, Grand Jury, mm -hmm. and we were talking about the contents and the graphics, which they talk about today, mm -hmm. emulating us. Uh, so we had... Uh, Ice T, yep. uh, 
Dr. Dre did the beats. Mm -hmm. Young MC was at USC. Yep. Mitchell A. Yep. Jewel, Trey Five Seven, Tone Loke. Uh, Humpty from Digital Underground. MC Hammer. Uh, MC Hammer. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah, had Easy a, Ended. Uh, uh, easy Easy ended. E, all yeah. them, but look at those cast of characters and artists then, they the equivalent of Dr. Dre or anybody back in that era. So mm -hmm. then we went to Teddy Riley next, this before Mitzi Elliott, Magoo and Timberland. They was a trio before they was even brought out. Mm -hmm. We was with Rex and Effects. Mm -hmm. That's how Mike's worked for him six years. And then, but they right. all out of Virginia. Yeah. But Mike yeah. worked with Teddy Riley mm -hmm. for six years. Right. And then they took a chance, Teddy Riley introduced him. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before to Russell Simmons. Mm -hmm. And from then on in, he made the Jews, met the Jews, which everybody I hear talking about, which is nothing new. Right. This game been going on like that. You got to go through them to get in this game. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So you had your, your fair share of your music experience. So you say you was going back and forth to prison. Um, what was, how did you spend your time in prison since you spent so much of it in that? Well, it depends on the era. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're a juvenile, uh, you're pretty much going to learn a trade mm -hmm. or going. But at this time, we gangbanging. Mm -hmm. But I've always read a newspaper. I'm always reading. I just finished a course uh, where I'm fit to be a tax preparer, where I just did 24 on my own mm -hmm. to be a tax preparer. Nice. So now, as Crips and Bloods, we're fighting in there, but not as, as a violent way. But I also was an athlete where I was the number one ranked basketball player in oh, the yeah. city. So a what lot position of, you play? I played point guard. All well, right. I played all around guard because okay. I won. I was the leading scorer. All my teams nice. won. Reggie Theus. Everybody know Melvin messed up. Uh -huh. So a lot of times I'm playing baseball in there. I'm playing football. But I got out of jail twice because of my skills where they say, hey, man, we see you play ball. You got a future, but basketball ain't like it is. Now, baseball mm -hmm. was the pastime, mm -hmm. not football or basketball. Yeah. And I made a choice, the corners of the courts, when I should have stayed on the courts. Right. I was uh, uh, on the corners. Right. But that didn't just come from bad decisions. Mm -hmm. It also come from being in the inner cities where the older guys took in them, don't been going to their parties, say at Harvard Park, mm -hmm. fighting with these guys. And when we come as kids to play mm -hmm. sports, they getting at us because we from St. Andrews. Mm -hmm. See, they don't look at it like you just go and join up. A lot of times it won't, don't be peer pressure, 
But it also make it to where, you know, only thing stronger than a man's pride is a mother's love out here mm-hmm. in these streets. Mm-hmm. And I know you said to me that a lot of your criminal behavior was you just wanted to provide for your mom. Anything, I've never been to jail for nothing but taking. Mm-hmm. We don't have the opportunity to go and sell dope and uh, credit card fraud and all that. Mm-hmm. You had to go and get it. Yeah. But I always did somewhere I wanted my mama mm-hmm. to live the life mm-hmm. uh, uh, and not have to work. So I don't rob fur coats at the age of 15, 16, where I don't give everybody mama fur coats. Damn. On Christmas, give them Rolex watches with the rings. Damn. All this kind of stuff I've yeah. done before. I really have been robbing the hood for the hood. Mm. Mm-hmm. Was you uh, was you out in the 80s? Was you was you getting them Dayton's and shit too? Nah, I don't do no. Nah, the you Dayton's, ain't doing none of that. We was doing that when before they even invented carjacking. When we was taking Kragers, young man. That's oh, I remember Kragers. So, yeah, Krager yeah, critters. Yeah, Kragers and the, and the Rockets. Yeah. Uh, we used to take that and make you buy your shit back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got an article yeah. where you can see from yeah. 1976 where they actually say. Mm-hmm. In fact, we got indicted for extortion, kidnap, robberies, and murders. And don't mm-hmm. they, they hear this black on black? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between the guys that were original Crips and Bloods. Mm-hmm. Anybody could get it. Mm-hmm. And quite as it be, they didn't go outside to where I hear people, oh, I'm glad these Bloods and Crips getting killed. Like that going to make a difference. When they got in this game, they know they could get killed. Right. So. That's the difference. We knew what we were signing up. Now you see innocent people. Yeah. That didn't happen in our era. Mm-hmm. We played square and fair. Right. So now a lot of times we'll have a gun on you in one hand and shaking your hand saying we're giving you a pass. Mm-hmm. We didn't just do it like that. It's no honor amongst speech cats now. Yep. Yep. That's the difference in the game. What you what you think that's attributed to? You know the 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 viciousness is more vicious and heartless and hateful. What you think that's attributed to? It it ain't. It's just not caring. It's not playing by the rules because most of these guys in here they haven't threw a rock in the race ride. They got more graduation pictures than mug shots. Mm-hmm. So how they gonna talk about something that they never experienced? No mm-hmm. amount of money mm-hmm. can buy you wisdom. Right. And people think wisdom, money is the most important thing. It is for certain mm-hmm. things, but I bet when your ass go to jail and you ain't got no bail. Mm-hmm. Like you hear him talk about who gonna tell and young thug. Mm-hmm. Information counts. Yeah, real shit. That mean I can tell about a murder or something and walk right out this jail with an ankle bracelet to where I can have all the tea in China and all the money in the world and I won't right. be able to get out. So I look at information that's more important than money in certain contexts and context mm-hmm. when we come to it. But as far as what escalated the violence and stuff like this, I don't think it's nothing but over time and evolution. Mm-hmm. It's just natural. But the real question is why are we still doing it? Yeah, yeah. And what you gonna do? Anybody can sit up and talk and sound like a king shit of Turd Island mm-hmm. when they know the actual answer. Mm-hmm. Right. Until that teacher asks you to step to the board and show me how you got the answer. Right, right. I hear a lot of them talking, some of the craziest shit, but it's believable because nobody's sitting next to them to oppose them. Yeah, yeah. It's like Hitler, Fact he checker. controlled the Jews through propaganda. Mm-hmm. Blacks are the most talked about, hated, not hated, 
ridiculed from other races where they looking at us like buffoons. Got a nigga that's a snitch talking. Got everybody talking about shit where they don't know nobody. Y'all got the race looking fucked up out here. We out here on the streets. So Y'all dig, not, so dig that. Not. I'm glad you said that, though. So that's true, what you said. Other races do do what they do. But what are, what about us? Because we like the only race. We're the main race to use the social media to fuck over each other. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We get in social media. We air out each other. We down each other. We try to. So what do, what do you think that that's, you know? attributed to like why do we do that why why we don't see white hollywood or white influencers doing because that? they don't need the money this is a cheap hustle man mm-hmm. they'll let anybody on here i see a guy that be on everything with everybody thinking oh he talking talking but all he doing is being a male hoe like being a renegade bitch without a pimp <laughs> to where they put him on there because they can't get guests yeah so they'll put one guy on here where he'll say something crazy they get their sound bites and likes and ain't even talking about saving nobody life so that to me is pimping by proximity. Yeah, young yeah. Man. So you, so the individual that you're talking about, which we know who you're talking no, about. No, I'm not. No, it's just a whole lot of. Yeah, yeah. But I, I know have, you. But I know you specifically take you have you take umbrage with one individual. No, I don't take umbrage with nobody but the truth. Mm-hmm. But you do got got funk with one individual though. I don't have funk with nobody. Oh gee. <laughs> no, oh, no, gee. no, no. Let me well, tell you. you. No, y'all look bro. at it. You ain't never heard me say I got funk with nobody. So that's lingo. When I say funk, like I say umbrage at first, you take issue with how dude do what he do. No, I take issue with anybody, mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. that can sit up and say black kids should be killed, snitching on kids, still going to court. That could be with anybody, not just him. So let's talk about that. Let's you, talk yeah. about that. So yeah, I don't need so to you saying no dude. Rats. So I'm you not. saying so you said the dude is go- that that he went to jail in ninety one. He went to jail and I, in fact, Marv, get the transcripts. We are gonna read them off right now, young player. They right in my bag. Yeah, I go get them later on and we'll come back. <laughs> he went to jail in nineteen ninety one. Okay, ninth uh, eighteen. You hear him talk about? Oh, I was going to prison. That's not true. Mm-hmm. By September 22nd, mm-hmm. him and his mother and his lawyer secretly went and told to make a deal to testify against the other 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds where they had spent the night together mm-hmm. before that. They all knew what they were doing. Charleston White got caught first. He took them to the gun. He told them where everybody was at. He even went so far as to try to tell them about a burglar they did to get them another case. Mm. So that shit about he was going to prison, that's not true. Mm. He never was. He turned state's evidence, and I don't want to hear nothing about that's snitching or telling. Here's the problem with I have. I know plenty of people that don't tell. People make mistakes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But when you have a key to somebody's room where he told and got them locked up, and now at 45 years old, you still going to the parole board here to tell them to keep him in jail? Yeah, so what is that about? Uh-uh. That doesn't no, make sense no. to me. What the hell is that That's about? That's a saddest though? and a predator. Yeah. What would you go? Because he, he, he was a co-defendant. He committed this crime with this guy. And he told, he told on on everybody. Him, he go to prison, and he's still keeping him in prison. To this day, he go where the man been eligible to go to parole to get out and like somebody, I don't know what y'all call it, mm-hmm. but when you lock somebody up in a cell or something and you can keep that man locked. 
Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Then that, that's kidnapping, abduction. That's not right. And the, the victim's family even said that they was okay with him. That's a sherry blood. Mm-hmm. That's the victim, Michael Levy. Mm-hmm. Charleston White is a fake, man. Mm-hmm. He ain't did nothing. All you hear, ask him about the school in Memphis. I dare any of y'all to say, what's the name of the school? Careless listeners don't listen. He never say the school. You know why? He's up on the investigation for messing with a child. I got the video where we recorded it. And it's another one. Mm-hmm. He's never done nothing for nobody. He sit and he meet people and he talk bad about them. And y'all talk about what other people say, but y'all don't hold yourselves up responsible and accountable for the things other people say. So let me ask you, uh, bro, because I know you initially, his introduction to LA was through you. Right? He came to me. He came to you, mm-hmm. right? What was your impression of him initially? Nothing. A lot of people come, but he wasn't nothing. I just mm-hmm. embrace him. Yeah. You know, I don't gangbang. Mm-hmm. I'm just an all right guy. But when you're messing with me, you know you're in pretty good hands. Mm-hmm. So he came to meet me where I got the video where he say, Melvin, I just had to come meet you. Mm-hmm. So I put him on shows where he talked. We I usually hold an annual event for Tookie on his anniversary, his birthday and his execution, both of them in December. Mm-hmm. I got him on there with, uh, 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 what you call him, that used to do street gangs, uh, Alex Alonzo. Alex Alonzo. Then I had him and they, he'd say, oh, I met Althea Moses and she told me to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. I introduced him to Althea Moses and he wrote with me a curriculum. See, one thing that people need to understand on this internet, that they don't really know. You can lie on here about somebody and not get sued because you're yep. public. So everything he say about me is a lie. Mm-hmm. Everything. But that's what he do. Yeah. He did boss talk mother like that, his wife. Nah. You talking about Miss Jamaica? Yeah, he called her a bitch. In fact, I don't even see how he with Kanye West where he said he'll rape and defile Kim Kardashian and mm-hmm. kill his kids. But he up here with his buster ass. Mm-hmm. He don't represent L.A. He don't represent shit. Mm-hmm. LeBron, James, none of them have anything to do where they going to change you know, the safety in these streets. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, so you being in the system and working in the community, you actually have your name on some legislation on some you changed some shit around here right? i wrote i read a law in 19 in 2000 called the california three strikes initiative mm-hmm. uh you have to have a political act and this go a good example about how people can say something then you ask them mm-hmm. i hear people oh i wrote a law well what is required to write that law mm-hmm. he won't be able to tell you mm-hmm. y'all watching a fake this is going to be the worst <laughs> scandal since Millie vanilli <laughs> and they want to ask So I wrote a yeah. law. Hold on. I'm going to get you, young player. I got you. Like Memorex. So anyway, in 2000, I also wrote a book in 1997, 98, called mm-hmm. The New Slave Ship, mm-hmm. Three Strikes You In, where I predicted mass incarceration because most people don't know I'm the first one in the history to ever get out up under the California Three Strikes Law on a reversal. Okay. 1997. So mm-hmm. when I was on the level four yard, uh, the brothers there said, don't forget me, man. Don't mm-hmm. forget us. So I did what I can. I wrote a book and I've been bringing awareness 
to mass incarceration ever since to get them out. So in 2000, uh, with Valerie Monroe, uh, families to amend three strikes, which was facts. Cats, Californians to amend three strikes. We created a political action committee, and we created a bill where we put it up for legislation in 2000. Mm -hmm. So yes, I've spoken at the Senate. Then I used to have a radio show back in 2000 in Washington D.C. Right. And uh, I used to work with the death penalty focus mm -hmm. out there. So it's a lot of things. Uh, uh, we've been doing to uh, give back awareness and nice. write laws. I've spoken nice. at the Rayburn Building, that's mm -hmm. Congress. Mm -hmm. I've spoken on C-SPAN, that's the Senate. I've been to all that. Yeah. Black colleges, mm -hmm. most of this stuff is not new to me. Yeah, so I'm curious. I know you did, uh, like you said, you did a substantial amount of time in prison. Um, what did you learn when you were in prison? To mind my business. Okay. And another thing about this shit, when you've done time in prison, mm -hmm. men have disagreements right, all the time, mm -hmm. but they learn to walk away. Yep. But on the streets, when they have a disagreement, once again, their pride get in the way, yep. and they come and use extreme force. I see so many people die to where they could walk away Absolutely. and just let it go, but their pride won't let them right. do it. Their pride's a motherfucker, man. Like I always say, bro, the... The cemetery full of tough niggas, mm -hmm. you know, and the penitentiary full of niggas that had to show them tough niggas what time it was. Mm -hmm. So it's a lose-lose. If lose. they get caught. It's a lose-lose situation. Because silence is violence. I've never been arrested for not <clears throat> one violent offense, young man. Yeah. yeah. But what happens in this game, these guys take it as a badge of honor. Yep. To be tough. Yep. Uh, yep. Look at you. Being, we don't even say hello to each other. Right. It's where you're from. Right. What kind of shit is that? Right. Asking where you from. Yeah. And this type of, so some of these conceptions, particularly about the West <clears throat> Coast. Yeah. You got the South that's been brought up on slavery. Mm -hmm. Count the dudes that look like they from Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and then we out here in Los Angeles where we're more liberal. Yeah. yeah. And they don't understand this. Like you'll hear more might say, oh, I'm the oldest uh, living active Peru and everybody, oh, he gang banging, he gang banging. No. Right. Marv is in a situation where you got to stay active because they will test you right. just because you there. Yeah. So what am I do? Either I'm going to stay in the house or I'm going to carry me a pistol mm -hmm. because you got them that can control guns where they can carry them. Mm -hmm. But what I'm going to look like being out in a field where they carrying weapons yeah. and I'm coming with a bow and arrow. Yeah. So that misconception mm -hmm. is, is really messed up. And yeah. another thing. When you hear them say, oh, I'm from the 60s, I'm from the 80s, I'm from here. Another misconception, because L.A. Mm -hmm. is so big, right. you don't have like Hancock Park, mm -hmm. none of that. Everything, when you say we have numbers, first to 200, mm -hmm. and you'll know, oh, I stay in the 20s. Okay, he right off of Adams. Yeah. Oh, I stay on 83rd. As opposed to when you stay in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, I stay on Snap Finger Road in Wesley's Chapel. Mm -hmm. That's when I was in Decatur. Yeah. But they don't have numbers. Right. So it's very difficult. So when they hear us say names and numbers, they assume we gangbanging, mm -hmm. when really that's the area where we identify the community in which we right. stay in. Right, right. Let me ask you this. So do you think, I mean, and you're older than me, shit, you... Uh, I mean, you too old got, to work you, and too probably, young you probably, for social security. You probably got that? a child my age. So, um, do you think that y'all 
failed my generation and my generation we failed these young niggas. Well, I don't know your age, but I know I'm this. 46. Okay, well, that's mm -hmm. 20 years behind. Yeah. And that's what happens. So we ain't failed nobody because we ain't influenced nobody where nobody ever asked us. They chose to do that. Mm -hmm. So Nobody think, I grew up with. Nobody. So, so let me, let me ask. I got to push back, OG. So if you, at the inception, you, Raymond, Tookie, y'all cripping, y'all start that whole understanding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this then, the difference. Then my generation come in and we pick that up in the crack era. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, the, the systemic part of it is what it is. I mean, that does its part. But I'm saying, was y'all giving, you know, my generation, what was you passing down to us? Was it gangbanging? Was it hustling? What was it? By the end, young man, see, yeah. you, got, you got to remember, we didn't gangbang that long. We went mm -hmm. to getting money. Right. We cut the ball loose to y'all. Yeah. So you asked them yeah. that what happened. See, like they But here. even if you, but let me push back. <laughs> even if you're not gangbanging though, right? You said even though you weren't actively gangbanging, you were still doing what you was doing. But you know I ain't never saying? told nobody to do nothing wrong in my life. Well, you don't got to tell them, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. your no. actions. Sometimes no, but my actions the, have the never, my actions mm -hmm. have never shown no kid to do nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, young man, that's mm -hmm. a myth. Y'all have it seem like guys still gangbanging after 20. It's a short period mm -hmm. of real gangbanging. I ain't talking about just gangbanging. I'm saying just in general, just criminality, just the, the get down in general. I ain't you know with I'm that. I, yeah. I'm not a drug dealer. Right. I'm a jacker. Mm -hmm. so That's it. So you showed us how to jack. No, 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 no. <laughs> I ain't showed you okay. how to jack because you're going to learn if you come with me, but I'm yeah. not going to trust you to uh -huh. do... You're not doing what... You, mm -hmm. you know how much hard it take to go into a bank with a gun, with a Fucking bullet? right. Yeah. They you ain't gotta built have a for different, that. Yeah, you got to have a different You got to have, you got a, to have a mindset where yeah. two men in and so one man Jack, leave. Listen, they ain't built for listen, that. Listen, I learned that early on, bro. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a temperament or... Because, you know, you... Yeah, you got to have... You, if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom up, bop, At participating McDonald's. You got Nerves to have where when that pistol yeah, pulled, you got shit. to have be able to pull yeah. that trigger. Yeah, I'm too. Well, see, that's the thing. Well, I don't know. No, I cut that out. No, I was going to say we cut that out, but I learned early on I'm too nervous because you a fuck up. I would fuck up the play. Because I'd be too nervous. I'd be too quick Now, on let that me thing. tell you what, you know what I, I mean? am nervous about doing yeah. when it comes to breaking the law, and I've never done it. Yeah. Breaking into a house? Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I have no control over yeah, that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never sold dope. Mm -hmm. When you see me taking mm -hmm. dope, selling dope, mm -hmm. that means I don't took some dope. Mm -hmm. Keys are dope. Mm -hmm. But we never robbed it blacks. The mm. Harry O's, the Freeway Ricks, mm. all them we was doing in the 80s. Yeah. We had a saying, death to the high roller in the 80s. Mm. That's what we thought about drug dealers. But we never took down no blacks. Mm. Never. Okay. That ain't no money. Why we going to do that? In fact, that's what messed the dope game up. Because mm -hmm. the Latinos, the Contras, and all them, mm -hmm. they're the ones that let the blacks start getting money on my side of town. Mm -hmm. But don't forget, y'all, we already knew about uh, cocaine from the black exploitation era in films. Right. Come back, Charleston Blue, mm -hmm. Superfly, mm -hmm. Pimpin' Horn, that's the best thing going. 
Mm. But who at 15 going to be thinking about selling a status drugs that's fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a key? Yeah, real shit. So that was a different ball game. So mm-hmm. now when they come out and they start and eat the basin in 77, mm-hmm. 78, they eat the basin, mm-hmm. and then it go to crack cocaine. But it was a status drug right, when right. we looked at it. Yeah, and then drugs. it got diluted, just like gang banging yeah. and a lot of other things through evolution. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people get the error and back to about me. Mm-hmm. And I told them more, and guys like us, you guys error do that shit. I don't, we don't need nobody to tell us how to go to jail or how to get my ass killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this ain't a pamphlet that come with instructions. Mm-hmm. I've never been around the original Crips, some mm-hmm. of the biggest in the world, mm-hmm. or Mar, mm-hmm. where I heard him say or tell a black kid to do anything. Mar. Right, right. And and when I say that, I don't mean like specifically you. You know, was no, but I'm young saying niggas, most people now the, when you talk reason, to them, they'll mm-hmm. say, "I'm up under this." Yeah, I'm up under that. Yeah, I'm with this car. And and that ain't how and I asked that just because you know even me knocking on fifty, you know the niggas up under me, they say they say it to us like, oh man, this is you know y'all ain't show us nothing, man. Y'all just got y'all money, y'all left the hood, y'all didn't come back and show us nothing. Y'all see now there go the difference. See what I'm saying? When we left, we were so young, we ain't had no money. Mm-hmm. See y'all up under the where these guys having money. Right. Game banging wasn't about having no goddamn money. <laughs> yeah. That tell you how this yeah. shit don't change. Mm-hmm. Everybody's profiting off the shit that guys did that didn't even know what they did, talking about shit they have no business talking about or having any input in the facts of what we're going to do to solve the right, problem. Right, right. And so now going to that. Um, I keep wanting to call you OG, bro. But you um, can call me OG. I keep, Ain't I nothing keep wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it, though, because you, know, you say it with I'm a, respect. Right, right. Or you know what? I'm going to call you sir. How's that? No, nah, you can call, call me sir. Melvin. Before. That make me sound like so handsome. All right, Melvin. Yeah, All right, Melvin. Melvin. Form, All right, Melvin. Enough, um, so coming to that, coming. what do you you have, you know, super experience in the streets, in the legal uh, realm, and you see where we are as a culture today with the music, the streets. Back in the day, the you know it was like the streets uh, influenced the music. Now it's still the music, the same. no. Now the music is influencing the streets. That's not true, young man. No, I disagree. Uh, well, okay, I'm I gonna disagree. tell you why it's not true. I disagree. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you. Let's hear your mm-hmm. opinion. Why you think the streets? You think a rapper, yeah. an actor, yeah. or entertainer, these gonna hold it? Mm-hmm. That sit way on Gilligan Island. Mm-hmm. Gonna influence niggas that's standing right there that's doing the very things they talking about. Absolutely. So now, mm-hmm. you telling me if they change the lyrics, I wouldn't give a damn if they start singing Swing Low Sweet Charietta. Mm-hmm. That ain't gonna change the shit and the conditions on the streets until yeah. you have economical empowerment. Yep, I agree. Yep. To where they can start singing about jobs. Mm-hmm. And go from tax burdens to taxpayers. <laughs> you can stop the lyrics. Let me tell you about rap and they lyrics. You had a freedom to speak, First Amendment. Yep. So you can say any goddamn thing. Yeah. You want. The only thing wrong with rap is their go, and what they tell you, anything you say like dragnet, anything you say can and be will used against you, correct? Mm-hmm. They only go to jail because they say shit 
that sit up there and implicate them in criminal activity. Right. So right. what does rap influence the streets? I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody is on this, right? So you got a lot of square-ass rappers. You have, Most of these niggas ain't even that. They not even what they rapping about, right? But they'll get on that fucking tape. They'll get on the song, and they'll rap about it. They'll sensationalize it. Then squares, just like them, will emulate that. Then what happens is when they get the popularity and they get the money, then that's when they really lean into the shit. Think about but this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is LA. So you know how they do, right? But I don't so see, think about mm -hmm. it. Think about it. How many celebrities, how many rappers and singers, I ain't gonna name no names, get money and ain't from here and run their ass to Compton, run their ass to LA. And, and get up under some some hood niggas, and it's like you a superstar. You but the man. that, that, that go you, to answer to your question you right there. What they saying on TV don't mean shit on no radio, no rapping because they're not. But they all of them have somebody. No, they no. So what we but what we talking cred. about is influence because this is what they'll do. See, they'll sell it. Well, they'll get the money and the influence. I understand. And that. then what this is what they'll do. They'll they'll get with some solid niggas. To, to try to, you know, they'll buy them, you know what I mean? And get them with okay, them. I and agree. then talk to the people and say, look, I'm real, nigga, I'm well, Compton, let me I'm put it like this. It's like, nigga, okay, you from North let Carolina. Me put it like <laughs> this, this way, we, two answers could be correct. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. My niggas don't look and idolize mm -hmm. rappers. Yeah, the real ones. Yeah, no, okay, yeah. But we so talk about these kids, though. I, okay, so no, let me tell you what I think now, about too. when it comes to kids, and you got to go a little bit deeper with me, young man. Mm -hmm. It ain't the rappers. It's the parents that don't look at the discretion that's and the, let them look that's a at part rap of that's a part as of a way of babysitting them, and they <laughs> let them look at shit without monitoring. That's part of it. And then when you come around, they sit up in here, and then you wonder why. Mm -hmm. It ain't about rap. That's rap ain't it. at home when you know your goddamn kid up there stealing some shit or selling dope in your so, ass. So take let me money. so let me say this: What rap got to do? So with I'm not that? saying necessarily yeah. rap. I'm just saying the rappers, the message that's getting put out no, there. No, what, what the I'm thing saying. to you know me I mean? about rappers is how they wearing all this gaudy ass fake jewelry, making you think <laughs> that's the thing to do yeah. when they should be telling your ass to buy a home and invest it. Nah, that's so, true. So don't come at me about the influence. E40 said shit. that. Yeah. They don't influence a goddamn thing. Nah, but they do. Not to me. Yeah. And to a lot I mean, of us on the street. But no, no, but see, they no, no, influence no. those that. They not. So think about it. A, tw ain't a 20 year old me that a rapper have, mean hold a on, bro. thing. A 20-year-old rapper is not gonna influence a 60-year-old man. No, we talking about the kids. So we talking about a 20-year-old rapper talking to other 17, 18-year-old motherfuckers that look up to him. And but they, he ain't talking about he talking about drugs. He ain't talking about no goddamn going to kill nobody. They talking that's about That's all they talking about. Which is stepping. Yeah, they talking they about, talk about the stepping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drill shit. Drill shit. But I've been around yeah. it, but you gonna no music gonna make you do that unless you have it in your heart to do that, young man. I disagree. You thinking somebody you take a lot of heart. I disagree. Cause you know what? Even if it what this is the thing, right? Because I was a gangster rapper. I understand both sides of it, right? Even if it no more than influences that negative attitude. You see what I'm saying? You get a nigga who just really ain't with it, but he think he want to be with it. So he put on the uniform, he learned the lingo, he learned the energy, right? So he going with that. You know, he going with what 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 young boy and all these niggas done said and Dirk and all of them. Yeah, I'm a stepper, you know what I mean? But then he run into a nigga who may be a little bit further down the line than him in that. And he really may be that, right? So then he get put on the spot. Yeah, I got to have this attitude. It all starts with the attitude. You know, the seeds that you sow, you campaign at some point you're going to get elected. 
You keep campaigning, you won't find what mm -hmm. you're looking for. So even if no more, then turning a nigga out with that negative energy. And I'm not blaming rap. I'm not like necessarily pointing the finger and you know what I'm saying, looking for a scapegoat. But I'm just saying, you know, what do you think that that we can do? Because that's the question I started with. What do you think is the fix for, for, for all what? of this bullshit, for all the negative culture? I mean, think about it. We celebrate criminality. Like, think about it. We real, even in LA, I know I'm from Kansas City, but I've been out here 20 years, right? And me and my daughter was just talking about this. Even if you think to, to a degree, us as a culture, we celebrate criminality, right? Criminality is what we equate that to being real. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So when we say, oh, that nigga ain't real, that nigga ain't did a day in jail, that nigga ain't this, that nigga ain't that, it usually comes back to something negative. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Okay, so like in L.A., right, it's a thing with, you know, your gangster, your gangster's verified if you've been to jail. If you ain't been to jail, then somehow or another you ain't real. That's, that's not necessarily true. To an, to an to, extent, but would you say that no, it, it is people that, that subscribe tell people, to that? I, no, see. Mm -hmm. You different than a different animal. Mm -hmm. That's what you used to be. Mm -hmm. But y'all ain't been around real OGs. Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying, but mm -hmm. I'm not saying you. No, I'm saying, I, but do you acknowledge that that is a thing that people do say? They do subscribe oh, to that. Oh, but they also got yeah. people that tell a man, don't live this life I live the For way sure. if your ass listen, For sure. you won't have to go through it like right. in case in point here. Mm -hmm. Y'all will listen to a nigga that ain't did one day in jail like he the king shit. And mm -hmm. he ain't never experienced it. Mm -hmm. They can't come to the streets and talk to nobody. Mm -hmm. We so, can. So, so, go ahead. So that's what. I, so you just kind of made my point. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So, why? Why is that? Why is that a nigga who ain't been to jail but still has life wisdom and experience can say, "Hey, hey, youngster, you don't want to go down that road. You don't want to right from wrong. You, we know. We understand what that is, nigga. You gonna get killed." But a lot of them jail. don't want to hear that. They you know why? Glamour. No, you know why? Because we celebrate criminality, and that's what I'm saying. So you're right. My no, point I got me. your point yeah. on that. Yeah. That comes back to where they got their thoughts on the wrong. Everything I hear talking about. Let's go mm -hmm. back to that's mine. Let's mm -hmm. go back to what we can do. Yeah. I'm yeah, for sure. Yeah, that. yeah, for sure. I don't need to talk about no problems that yeah. they ain't doing. What do you now, think the solution I is? I think the first start. It depends on if you're just talking about the internet where I mm -hmm. hear everybody talking about they got shows, they got positive. Mm -hmm. But everybody pretty much, and it's good that your show mm -hmm. is positive. Yeah, for sure. But most of them aren't. Mm -hmm. So why not turn that negative energy where you have an audience to where we have to create dialogue and now we all start coming together right. and talking about solutions right. as opposed to talking about hurting each yeah, other, people doing and all this that. and yeah, people, that ain't shit. cool, yeah, man. Right, right. So I now, agree. and then that take away, why would you need, you don't need no Jews, no whites, or none of that to control your own fair, uh, dialogue mm -hmm. if you go look at Faircon. Mm -hmm. Nobody can use a camera, mm -hmm. nobody can record. Uh, 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 Hitler, mm -hmm. he threw out pamphlets. Mm -hmm. The image of what we project is very powerful. Mm -hmm. 
very powerful. Yeah, he used so even before rap, images, yeah, that's come from way back. Yeah, images, X. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we hear people like they just invented the wheel, said, and oh, mm -hmm. and now all it is is patriot, uh, plagiarism, where they copying other people's things. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I think what we ought to start doing is create a dialogue, uh, and not with rappers, mm -hmm. actors, and entertainers, because once again, you talking, they have no input mm -hmm. with the shit on the streets. So what's the solution, OG? We have to start dialogue first. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to talk about it, it depends. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about incarceration, education over incarceration. You want to talk about mental health. When I talk about I have a mental yeah. health bill I'm introducing called ISIS, young man. That's, that's, real that's called ICSS. Right because mm -hmm. I feel that we as blacks and those that are brought up in inner cities up under the same conditions as war, right. to where the white man right. get their money for mental illness, I'm gonna create a bill that's called ISIS, acronym, Inner City Stress Syndrome, where I believe people that are up under the conditions should be given some type of financial aid, mental health tests. There's a lot of things other than that, homelessness, mm -hmm. drug addiction, yep. Prostitution, I just did a show, uh, uh, the sex drug trade and missing people. And we'll hear people talk about, oh, I'm glad that girl got killed. What nigga gonna holler out a black girl only 14? Mm -hmm. And you niggas out here respect that about a grown man talking about, that's what I got a problem with. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get with that, stay in your lane, partner. Mm -hmm. So, so what I got you a problem with that. What what are you actively doing? Like what what's what what you got on the horizon right now? Oh uh, man, we got like movies coming out. We provide jobs. We work with credible messengers. We work with mayors. I'm with uh, Miss Martial Arts where we do the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, Prankrian. You teach? Uh, no, nah, we are okay. on a board to where it's one of the biggest in the United States for mixed martial arts. No okay. striking. John Franks, a former uh, uh, Marvel tell you, a former. Uh, FBI agent. Mm -hmm. We're the first one. Myself, I told him Marvin and my boy Ruben uh, uh, Saldano mm -hmm. uh, out of what you call them. We're on the panel to look for pedophiles mm -hmm. because these kids are from the ages are six to eighteen, mm -hmm. but they're around adults. Mm -hmm. So we're on the panel where we'll vet you mm -hmm. and look and see if you're eligible mm -hmm. to be around them children. Mm -hmm. And I see people on these shows that wouldn't cut the tape to be there. Mm -hmm. But y'all sitting up here, ha ha and he he and like a mule chewing on barbed wire. That's not cool, man. <laughs> OG, That's not man, cool. where you get these, sl these oh, slangs man. from, bro? Oh, man, I can spit all day if I want. I'm a verbal <laughs> But they make you laugh and make you cry. Uh, already make you, make, make, make you think man. at the same time, man. Hey, so give me a message, man. Give me a message for the for the youth, bro. What would oh, you tell man, them, man, at the end of the day, man, sit and listen to guys. You know, I heard you say, I don't hate no Charleston White. I brought him in the game. Yep. You forget I saved his life when they had him. Mm -hmm. So the rules of the game is if a man saved your life, you owe him his life. Mm -hmm. But he'll sit and lie because he got embarrassed at the little thing where he ran out. Then he started lying. Nigga, I ain't never slept in a park. Nigga, I ain't never been broke. Mm. Ever. Because I go to jail getting money. So I don't have to worry about getting broke. Don't worry about money. And it ain't about being tough. At mm. the end of the day, when man tried to take my life through that back door, God gave me 
a new life, young man. Mm. Why am I sitting here? I don't have two life sentences by man. Don't been assassinated and every type of thing. But God spared me to come sit here to save youths to speak for him. I've been in this game on television uh, uh, from MTV to Vlad TV. Nice. nice. So this is nothing new. So you got to read about me in newspapers, yeah. not no <clears throat> podcasts and all that. So, so your I boots just, is on the ground when the cameras the ain't around. When the camera's not around. That's, <laughs> That's what right. we're trying to do, That's man, right. is to make sure uh, that another youth, not that's just right. anybody. It wasn't worth it, man. Yeah, that's we don't right. want nobody to go through the life uh, taking somebody else's mm -hmm. life to hear a mother cry. I heard yeah. that scream. And if you ever been and heard a mother howl like an animal, mm -hmm. to look at her daughter, because you know, I'm from the era where they lift the uh, cloth up right mm -hmm. there to where you got to look at them in all their right. glory. Ain't no dressing up for this. So, you know, we're just trying to do what we do That's right. and to get back and uh, stay tuned to what we got going on. We got Hidden Corners where I just uh, started this business, LLC. And for anybody in the L.A., uh, Riverside, uh, uh, Inland Empire area that looking for employment, <coughs> we got a, a, a seasonal job, 1750 hour, part-time or full-time. I'm an advisor for uh, Jackson Hewitt uh, recruiters tax season. Uh, whether you're on parole or whatever, I can get you a job. All good. All good, OG. Man, y'all got anything? Y'all good? Yeah. This is good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, man, we appreciate you coming. OG, Melvin Farmer. I'm sorry. Me nah. Mr. Melvin Farmer, nah, you man. know. <laughs> All right, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going to respect your wishes. Uh, man, I appreciate you coming to the Holding Court Podcast, bro. We appreciate all your... All the great things that you're doing in the community, bro, and you, I know you stand ten toes on your shit. Yeah, so. and I appreciate yeah. uh, you having me, absolutely, here, man, and meeting your family. I sit yeah. and look at her, looking uh, yeah. like a girl. You a young because <laughs> it's nothing like a daughter and yeah, the love. For sure, you know when a daughter. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys don't know street guys. Mm -hmm. They don't know about love. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but boy, once you have a daughter, for sure, and she feel you hear her little heart on your mm -hmm. chest, you are gonna be in love. Yeah, and we out, man. both of mine right there. All right, Real man. Holding Court Podcast: Rachel Renee, producer <laughs> Ken, and Melvin Farmer. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I right, appreciate you, brother. One love. Around comes around, karma's on the way. There's nothing you could do now. You gotta pay. I'm Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.